so we'll just actually, I wanted to, aside from saying, hey, welcome, Mike Aiken. I don't really know why you're on my porch. <laughs> I don't know how you got here. Actually, I do, and I'll tell that funny story before before we really get into it. But uh, before I forget, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to Robbie Kurt to to heal up and really wishing him the best and uh, to have people uh, everyone hit superbmx.com hit him up and uh, and grab a, a Robbie Kurt shirt. Just started selling them this weekend, and he sold he sold up pretty quick of the first batch, but it's going to take a lot of batches. Yeah, so, give him give him some help. He needs a he needs a community to step in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but you were parked next to him at the jam, and uh, they did well. He didn't have any shirts left to sell. Oh that's for wow, sure. he had a lot too to begin with. So. Yeah, yeah. So any. And he's had pre-orders, a lot of pre-orders, but again, it's it's probably seeming like an insurmountable bill, um, but at least they're chipping away at it, and they can, you know, hopefully get to the point. Oh, yeah, and just for me, with mine, it was really the bills. The bill for the hospital, one was like three hundred grand, the yeah. other was ninety. So what I what I had to do was just kind of wait seven years, and then it got written off. You know, the hospital writes it up, would write it off, so uh -huh. it just kind of laid low. <laughs> that's, I mean, yeah, there's no way I could I could pay that. You know, so it's just who could it sucks to kind of yeah. sneak under the radar like that mm -hmm. for some people, but I. But you gotta do. You gotta do. You gotta do. Absolutely. I want a house payment my whole life. Right. You know, I, I'll have one anyway, but I don't want right. to pay a bill like it's that house bill. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine how long it would take to pay that back. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes it's a lifetime. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it would be it's a like, lifetime. It's like buying another house. Yeah, it's more than my house was. It does. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I'm sure most, more than most of our houses. So anyway, that that's something I want to mention right off the bat. Super VMX hit them up for shirts to benefit uh, Robbie Kurt. Yeah, and it, uh, thank you, Powers, for continuing to sponsor this podcast. I appreciate it. Chad Powers was at the jam yesterday. I know you and I are pretty even on this. We, we're we whooped. We'll, we'll definitely get this podcast in, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great time, and it was nice that Chad came from Virginia, from Richmond down, uh, like Crandall and a, and a few others. It was, it was good. It was a good time. What's that? Said Garrett showed up and hung out. Him yeah. And him and Noah. He comes to a lot of them. And yeah. it's so much fun because he, I think pretty much everyone, I believe, Noah's been with him, which is awesome. So, Mike Aiken, you're here, and I will tell the super quick story about how you ended up here. It kind of influenced whether we were going to have a jam or not this year. I posted something. I had posted something about a, a jam, and like, others that you follow, other people that you follow, uh, when you commented on it, I was like, look her up, Mike Aiken just commented on my, my jam picture from, from last year or whatever, and what you had said was, hey, that that looks like fun, and of course, being the way I am, people, <laughs> people listening will know, I was like, well, why don't you come to one, you want to come to one, and you're like, yeah, 
I'm like, and then I replied, I said, seriously, are you just screwing with me? You know, I basically said, seriously, and you're like, yeah, you know, if it works out, if we can explain it, yeah, it'd be fun. I like helping stuff that helps BMX, you know, and little homegrown things like that, and helps, not only does it help BMX, but it helps the recovery fund, which was huge for me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. help me out with stuff, and it's just a great cause. I definitely believe in the in the cause, and uh, doing it for action sports athletes is pretty important. And I'm, I'm sure this is something uh, that Road to Recovery would would mention if they were here with us. There's not a lot of people raising money for the Action Sports Fund. Uh, in fact, there's only one, and it's me. Hopefully, we can get some more people doing the same type of thing I am around the country and, and get money into that because. Uh, it's you you know better than anybody it's it's inevitable at some point you're gonna go down and it may be semi bad it might be really serious yeah. it could be anything right yeah so unfortunately that's you know comes with the territory <laughs> yeah they're doing good things and uh they have been for years in the moto world uh getting you know into the bmx world that's something they're definitely doing What'd you think of the jam? Let's talk about that first yeah, before we fall asleep. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people came out and supported, and just felt like a, it was a good time. Had people jumping and people racing, going around the track, and then had pit bike race, and it was it was a really cool to be a part of. And then there's good vibes going on throughout the day. So yeah, yeah. It's a yearly deal that people look forward forward to. It's our, well, it's not quite like Swamp Fest. Uh, Swamp Fest is its own awesome animal. It's not quite like that. It's you know, We have a, a, a goal that's in the back of our minds while we're doing this, but we're really having fun while we raise money. It almost doesn't feel like we're raising money because it's so much fun. All right. But uh, I'm bummed I couldn't get you on the side hack. I don't even think I asked you, but <laughs> no. uh, but we almost died anyway. Those things uh, look sketchy. I'm, one person not leaning leaning one way, another person kind of not. Was, they can get reckless, it seems like. But I think they're fun yeah. to watch. I just being the being the driver. Yeah, I'd want to be. I'd it's a do little that. scary. You'd want to be the driver. I want to yeah, ride the bike. I don't think I want to be on the side hack because <laughs> you don't really have any control. But. I disagree because this, on the, the monkey side, you can jump off. The, the pilot goes down with, yeah. in, in flames because you can't get your right foot out easily from because the side hack. I watched one person was leaning one way and then the side hack is leaning the other way and I'm like, oh man. So, you can get real sketchy. I actually have to do a driving test before I let people register. <laughs> Oh, really? I do. I'm like, you have to ride down that hill straight, as straight as possible, and then come back and I'll let you know if you're in or not. Maddie uh, Kramer and, and Vinny Menino, I, that's as uh, many things as I could say to fire them up. Uh, I make them nervous about us taking the crown. <laughs> didn't, didn't work. They killed us. They were so good. More of what I'm used to, you know, just BMX and hanging out and shooting the shit type of thing, so mm -hmm. it was a good time. A lot of people have asked over the years since I started doing this, you've been the most requested interview 
since I started doing this, and uh, and that's over a lot of people. Yeah, I'm pretty boring. I don't know why. <laughs> You're not. And that's what These we're gonna get out of. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, that's an honor to have people actually, you know, care what's going on and want to want to know and stuff. And mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely exciting to hear. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people were excited, and so the, the theme was, was Anthem 2. I would say most people associate you with, with uh, Anthem 2 before others. What are a few others you've been in that you were really happy with? Um, I'm, I'm happy with each of my video parts, because mm -hmm. they kind of show the progression and how, how I got there, and you know, what, what brought me to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm happy with each and every one. They all tell a different story, type, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm really, I was really happy with the way Anthem Two turned out, and I mean, kind of bittersweet because it was like my last one, you know. But looking back on them now, after I kind of let the storm settle, it it's cool to see because, believe it or not, throughout my riding period, I always thought I wasn't that good. You know, because I'm really hard on myself anyways. It's just That's just how I get further along mm -hmm. in life. And things that I do is I'm really self-conscious self and critical and stuff. And I'm, I'm not anyways, but I was that on myself even more so, you know. So mm -hmm. when I'd see a picture of something, I'd be like, ah, I could have done that better. You know, like, I could have done that better. I could have, right. even video parts, I did the same thing. Like, ah, you know, next one I'll do better. Right, right. I like them, like things about them and stuff, but, mm -hmm. you know, as far as being like, oh, that was awesome, like, I never thought that about myself, I'm just like, oh, yeah. well, it's all right, I could be better, though, you know, so, sure. the fact, after my injury, I realized how, I don't want to say good, but how great I was at my, what I chose to be my skill, you know, so it's my craft, we'll say, Yeah. and it, I was like, man, I kind of took a lot for granted, you know, because... I was just going to say, safe to say you were around 23? 25. 25? Yeah. I got sponsored when I was 15, and, mm -hmm. you know, Bully Bike sponsored me, and then I was on Mosh for a year, and then I've been on it ever since, so I had a good 10 years, but definitely not as long as I would have liked, but it's what I got, you know, so... Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be able to ride every day and stuff and I had a lot of fun with it though and I'm definitely grateful for the sponsors I still have you know and people that have helped me out throughout my journey through it all and that bit and Odyssey still still helped me out a ton and got me out here so you know what I'm glad you mentioned that because there there was there are two things that had to happen to make to, to make this there were two things that needed to be done to make this happen, and one of them, uh, one of them was airfare, and Odyssey and Fit stepped up and, and offered it. It was it was great, so they they covered a couple of tickets and then basically wrote the recovery, cover the 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 other one. So yeah, uh, it was it was pretty cool that that was. They help make that happen. Yeah, shout out to Road to Recovery too for helping with that because it's been a lot of. We've had a great time out here, me with the family and stuff. So it's been, we've had a good trip. I made a trip out of it. Yeah. So. 
That's what we wanted. I mean, from the time you landed until really today, last night, when you, you came to our house here in the middle of nowhere. I didn't want to hear from you unless you needed me, but I didn't want to hear from you. I just wanted to know you landed, got the car okay. On your way, I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah, got to take the family to a lot of stuff that they haven't seen. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, we haven't had a trip in quite a while, in years and years. So it's been nice to kind of, Owen's 15 now. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's cool to get him out of his element a little bit and hang out with him more than I'm used to. So. Yeah. It's been really fun, and I want to say thank you for helping us get out here. It was one that uh, having you come was, was something that not only I, I knew I would enjoy, but uh, absolutely the people listening, uh, people that don't listen that just know that, just know that you're their favorite rider. I'd absolutely love to meet you or just hear you talk. I'll say something to tonight about Anthem too is it's kind of it's really cool because Anthem's a video that I used to watch every day before I went on the road oh, they yeah. give that back to BMX to they you know have something to watch before because I, I get kids saying what they watch that every time before they ride and it's just cool that it's, it kind of came full circle you know I'm, I did want to mention that uh, you know the other help that we were able to provide I'll get through these thank yous real quick but they're important yeah. Uh, Chuck Goldie, the kink rep, and Stu Johnson pitched in and, and bought all the, the posters that we had made, which are, we'll call them the, the second round of Anthem 2 posters, because it's the same poster, right? Yeah. And uh, same size, everything is the same. We just added the road to recovery damage bomb. So uh, the way we were able to, uh, to raise a little money and, and get the... Uh, rental car paid for for you which we, just, we wanted to give you I wanted to give you as much as we, we possibly could so thank you to the people that have, have bought posters there's uh, there's still some left so by the time you guys listen to this hopefully we'll be within uh, we still have posters so message me through ground dad 2000 and we'll get uh, get some posters shipped out but there's a group from uh, there's a group from Europe I forget exactly where I've got their address somewhere, and, and they all got together and sent a sent a bunch of money, uh, and, and those are some that that I'm going to have you sign before you take off tomorrow. And uh, it was just cool because those guys said they listened to the podcast while they while they dig. They're they're real, you know, trail guys that spend a lot of time in the woods. They just pulled together money and sent yeah, it. Well, that's that's huge. Isn't it? Shout out to those guys for helping out, and yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah. Lakins appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been. You know, it's no. I mean, I, I like signing posters for people anyway, and I mean, to me, I still sometimes can't believe they want want my autograph on some of this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you sure you want me to mess this up? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it, it's it's big, and, and uh, one person in particular that I'm gonna have you sign for. He lives in Colorado. Um, he really wants uh, the poster. He wants a picture of you holding the poster you signed, and I think it's such a cool thing. And uh, just a shout out to the, the guy from Europe. His name is Jacob Sommer, or Sommer it may be, uh, but him and his his friends. Uh, that's the seven from the trails that uh, that are that really wanted to be in on it. So 
those were a few of the guys. Uh, there's there's more, but there's a few of the people that that put money into that part of things. So it's uh, it's been something everyone has has been really involved in. So uh, so anyway, <laughs> this question may get uh, cut off because our surprise caller is coming in any minute. We'll start the uh, the thought. You said you raced for a few years. My dad swapped engines for, uh, his name's Vivian, Biff for short. He's my brother's friend and helped him swap an engine and mm -hmm. in trade for that. Oh. Huh. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going on, Garrett? What's up? How you doing, man? How you doing? There he is. I'm doing good. Just yeah. hanging out. Busy? No. <laughs> Just do it, doing our doing our thing here. Yeah. Doing your thing. The Sweet. podcast, yeah. Hey Garrett, thanks for calling in. No, nah, no worries, no worries. What's uh, you know, what's a better time than to interrupt a podcast? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, you're, you're part. You're part of the podcast now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're inviting me in. Thank you, you so much. <laughs> you're actually a 51% owner too. I didn't. I didn't let you know, but I gifted that to you. It's in my will. <laughs> oh, sweet. Thank yeah. You. So you're taking over. If if All right. you know, if I go before you, you got the you got the reins. Well, I'll start practicing right now with uh, with Mike. There you go, man. That was a smooth transition. <laughs> yeah, it very, was. Very very smooth. <laughs> well. Do you, I didn't even ask you uh, earlier, did you come up with a couple questions that you want to talk to Mike about, or just chatting? Did, did I? Yeah. Um, I mean, I always have questions. Like, I mean, I could, yeah. Go for I, it. I could, question, I could question until it's like midnight. That's good, because people would much rather hear from you than me. I'm telling you. Well, we'll start out, we'll start out with, um, the other day, Mike, Mikey sent me a picture and I just, I want him, I want to, him to explain the picture to you. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a sec. It's basically, <laughs> oh, I hung up on him. That's oh, okay. Man. I just That's hung right. up on Garrett Burns. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, Garrett. You're not getting rid of me that easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there's a picture sent? Yeah, I was trying to show him. The, well, we'll just we'll just go through the story. I think the story is uh, is, is funny yeah, enough for sure. Basically, you know when the the meters let cars into parking lots, the ones that raise up and down. Yeah. There's a picture of one of those bonking a guy on the head, like a like animated, you know, like a watch yeah. out, this is gonna hit you on the head. <laughs> and when we being was it in the Hastings? It was in Hastings, right outside the Pizarro Hotel. So, like, we used to get flown over for 70s distribution, and they would put us up at this hotel that was right down the road from 70s. You could walk there, and it was, like, a second story. It was a bar on the bottom and a restaurant, best, best mushroom stroganoff probably in England. <laughs> and uh, you go up you go up to the room. It, like, I have to give you the picture because the whole picture of this is so good. Like... It was a, it was like a corner, classic uh, classic hotel, and then you kind of go upstairs. You get a, a key, go upstairs, and they have a few rooms. But the rooms, there's a bed, 
and then the bathroom is all um, it's all stainless steel. The whole entire bathroom, the like tile, and then stainless steel walls and everything. And then there's a toilet in the middle. So when you go to take a shower, you take a shower, and the whole entire bathroom gets wet. Yeah. Like I never went to a, I never went to a hotel like that before, and I, we would always crack up about it. But that's just hmm. a picture of the hotel. So. We're going out to dinner one night, and um, we're coming back. It's, like, probably 10 o'clock at night. It's dark. And uh, me and Mikey are standing next to each other, and we're walking, and all of a sudden, like, something hits me in the top of the head and hits him at the same time, and we both go down on the ground. Yeah. We both come up, and we're like, what the fuck? And, like, we have our fists up, like, ready, to, ready to get into it. And we're like, what the hell just happened to us? Sandy about it. Sandy Carson will give you like uh, 
every Scottish delicacy down the line. <laughs> that's awesome. That's perfect. Well, that's good. I happen to have some in the freezer anyway, Gary, so we could probably do it after we're done with you. Bake it up. Bake up some good haggis. Can't wait. What's your, what's your, what's your, like, your craziest memory that you have from over there? Dude, the thing is, is I wish I could remember just at, on a point, things like that, but I just, like, to, to bring up the memory again, people have to, like, say something and be like, remember this, you know, because I hit my head too damn hard. I don't know if you remember that, but... Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I'm just playing with it. Yeah, I... I was there. Oh. See, I already forgot that, too. You were yeah, at... You were, yeah. you were at Posh, here? Yeah, 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 I was there. I was I was literally, like, I, I went in front of him, and I was walking back up the hill... And I saw him go down from the back, and then we went, and that was, yeah, that was it. I, I never forget that day. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen the footage of what went wrong, you know, because I just wanted to see what, what I did, you know? Yeah. Because it was just a crazy time for me. I mean, accident happens in Bethlehem. I didn't remember it when I woke up, but it, it, it felt like a day later for me. But I woke up and couldn't go use the restroom if I wanted to, or, you know, it was just wild and yeah that's insane but uh yeah I, I remember little things about being over there but i remember being in uh scotland what's that park in scotland like the the big cement one that's pretty old and gnarly um uh, i totally know it Drawn a blank right at the second. Oh my god. Anyways, I know for the Livingston. Yeah, Livingston, Livy. Yeah. And I was all stoked to go there because I'd seen it and stuff. And I went there. I know for the can, can to the hip and didn't get my feet back on. And just took uh, yeah. one right to my face, man. Just smashed my face into the cement. And it was all bleeding all like throughout my nose and stuff. And I got up and just walked back up. You know, I hurt, but I was like, I'm not going to show these dudes it hurt. Yeah, you, you didn't give a shit, really. Yeah, all the Scot Scottish dudes were all stoked. Because I just powered through. <laughs> now, you're a legend to this day at that park, because, like, what you did over that hip, and, like, how high you went and everything, like, that was, like, legendary. Because that was just, yeah, I had been there before, like, a while ago. But, like, you definitely, you definitely hit it. You hit it higher than anybody else that, that ever went there, and that was, uh, they were psyched. To this day, I see photos of that. I think it just surfaced, uh, like, a few months ago yeah. when I was just watching it. Like, you doing an in-down and, like, a look-back and stuff was so good. Yeah, I mean, I did, haven't, didn't know that until just now, so uh, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget, like, all the backyard jams. Like, the one backyard jam you went to was yeah. a big box jump, and, like... Yeah, the 180s and then the, the wall ride to 180, like, over the whole gap, like, to the tranny. Yeah, those are good memories, man. I Some of that just resurfaced recently, too. It's... Yeah. It's, uh... It's cool to see and put a positive mark on BMX and, you know... Um, at least leave, leave my mark, I guess. You left... You left more than a mark, that's for sure. <laughs> well, my skid, I'll say. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
you have too, man. You you definitely have too. I mean, I mean. Yeah, it's funny. Go ahead. It's funny you say that contest because I can't remember the second half of that contest because I tried to do some gap and I hit a cameraman <gasps> and broke my eye socket and knocked myself out. Oh, my <laughs> I, remember. I can't remember the second half. Oh. We definitely put ourselves through some stuff, man. Yeah. It's been worth it, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it's, yeah. I mean, the hardest part is, like, yeah, the hardest part's like, slowing yourself down. Yeah. Because we always just want to speed ourselves up and, like, fuck, we got to do this. I want to keep doing this. I want to keep doing that. I want to do it. And it's just, like, like, slow yourself down and just realize that, like, you don't have to do what you did, like, when you were younger to, like, keep yourself going. Like, you can actually stop and breathe, yeah. relax, and, like, you know what I mean? And just enjoy it one day at a time. That's kind of been the hardest thing for me is to, like, realize I can slow down and, and move, like, move on. Because when I ride a bike, I would automatically try to go back to everything I was doing. And my body is just not there anymore, you know? Like, I can remember how to do it all still. Like, I could explain to kids or people how to do certain tricks. I just can't. My body's not quick enough. Like, the reaction time and the my uh, um, processor got damaged in my in my brain. That's what the therapist would tell me and stuff. So, it's pretty wild. And that's been the hardest thing to do is just kind of slow down and realize it's it's you know, it's okay to have everything not be exactly how it was. And Oh, definitely. But what do you what do you miss like the mo what feeling do you miss the most? Like you know, like there's like there's so many feelings involved in riding, like there's that feeling of going up to something and being like, Oh fuck, this yeah. might work and there's like that feeling of like and then doing something and having it work. Like, do you like the feeling of getting up to something and wondering if it's going to work? Or do you like the feeling of, like, completing something and then, like, realizing, like, okay, it's over, like... Um, I guess, like, if I, I... The thing I miss the most, honestly, is being at the trails with everybody, hanging out, and, you know, I, I know being scared of stuff and then conquering it's huge, too. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a great feeling. That's kind of a lot of the reason we did did it, right, is to see if we, we could do certain things. And I, you just, your imagination gets going, and you're like, I wonder if you could do this. And, like, I'll, I'll try, you know. And when you, when you pull it, you're just like, wow, that was, that was awesome. Cool feeling. And, but the thing I'd say I miss the most is, like, because BMX is such a huge family in, in general. And when you have a tight-knit group that rides all the time and you're part of it, it's just such a cool feeling and good little crew, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm grinning year-to-year year hearing that because it's like just every every time, like, we get together and it hasn't been that often, but when you see each other and you see eye-to-eye eye and you're just like, what? Like, you think about how different everybody's lives are but when they come together, everything is exactly the same that it's been. Yeah, the last just pick up where you pick up right where you left off, you know. Definitely. So I, that's a big one for me is I spend a lot of time kind of alone now, you know, because my wife, I'm on disability. My wife works. 
and Owen's the teenager, so he's hanging out with his friends, so it's kind of a different place than I've ever been because I have a big family that it, my my personal family, like my mom and dad, and and then I have the BMX family. So now it's kind of like different for me, you know. But yeah. I that that's what's cool is I can think about things and go to places in my mind and ride again because I can remember it, you know. So the do you feel like do you feel like people contact you less like? because you're not riding all the time and it like you know like you used to be yeah yeah unfortunately like and it's nothing no I don't I mean no it's not anyone's fault it's just how it is you know when you ride all the time you call all your friends to go ride and I I just with my I just what was it? Probably like a few years ago, found out that the reason I had I was having these crazy night like ups and downs, you know, like. And the, my therapist was like, told me that my brain injury triggered bipolar. And I had that's it's so right because I get way too happy. I'd get way overly happy, and then I'd be depressed, you know. So I've learned how to gauge it better now, or than before but still you know I still only see the middle like middle ground sometimes and I know life's like that anyways but it's like kind of like you amplified yeah amplified what we were talking about at the the jam is it's just <clears throat> pretty I never I never knew that existed and like I mean obviously what what you've gone through like it's amplified from what I've gone through but I had it pretty serious head injury two years ago and my personality was not me at all for yeah, like it's, it's wild. All, two months all your stars and, get misaligned man <laughs> oh yeah I mean my girlfriend was like what the hell is going on like it was it was crazy like I was like I was erratic I was like yelling like it was just and that's not me at all so it was just very very weird yeah. I wore sunglasses for like a month I couldn't look at screens I got a flip phone like it was just bizarre, but it's yeah. just one of those things that, like, it's, I think it's so good for, for people to hear it, because, I mean, well, I want, I, I, go ahead, we're not alone, like, we're not alone, like, we all, like, deal with stuff, and, like, I mean, it's so awesome to be able to talk to you, and hear, like, you're doing well, and everything's happening, and then seeing you and being able to hug you and like that's the best and I just like I just like it's so cool I want to be able to send that out to everybody like that rides because like we get so put in a box sometimes to where we feel like fuck we can't get out of this like nobody knows what I feel like like this this sucks like you know what I mean yeah definitely um I I, I kind of want to uh, get your opinion on something Garrett uh, with one of the reasons Mike is is here doing the podcast with me today is since I started this going on four years in October, he's been Mike's been the most requested interview so far, and um, I, I just want your opinion of, of why you think that is because it 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 contradicts a little bit about a little of what Mike feels and sometimes you have felt. Um, there's a reason why 
people want to hear Mike Aiken, just like they they wanted to hear you too. Uh, but what's your opinion on that? Um, I mean, obviously people want to hear from Mike because he's like the style icon of BMX, and <laughs> that comes from like such an extreme passion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can see it in everything that he's done riding wise. And then even beyond riding, family, everything, it's very extremely passionate. Mm-hmm. And you can't get somebody to that point in life with really anything unless they're so passionate about it that they're willing to kind of run the line on everything just to be able to get to that feeling they want to feel or to be able to be there for other people. It's like he was always like, I would see him. It was, he had a kid before I had a kid, and I would look at him, and I would be like, oh, man, it's so cool, and I would see how he was with Owen, and he'd go on trips, and everything would work, and I'm like, man, that's like something I would strive for, because I saw that with him, and he was younger than me, and I was like, fuck, he has it figured out, like, it's so awesome that, like, he has a great wife, super supportive, a great kid, and he's so passionate about not only riding, but his family and everything like encompassed in like to this this perfect little little ball and I think that formed him to be like just such a style icon because he was just like he was just feeling it and he was going with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean I I'm the same way. I wanna hear from him. I wanna hear from him all the time. It's like and I feel bad, like I try to call him periodically and I'm like, Fuck, ah, I don't call you enough like but now it's like I got to see you now and like, in two weeks, I'm going to be out by you, and, like, I'm going to come visit. And, like, it just makes me really excited to, like, yeah. It just makes me excited. Yeah, and well, it's just... Well, thanks for that, Garrett. I appreciate it. I feel the same, man. It's Life gets going, and it gets going so fast. Sometimes you don't realize how long it's been, you know? <laughs> That's for sure. It's crazy. I mean, you blink, and it's, like... You have a ten-year-old, and you're like, "What the heck? Yeah, like, how'd that happen?" Isn't that for sure? I mean, <laughs> right. I was two when, or Owen was. I was two. <laughs> Owen was two and a half when he when I had the TBI, and I've been fighting, trying to get back to where I want to be. I mean, and it's just taking way longer than I thought. And all of a sudden, he's fifteen, and I'm going, "Holy shit, man! It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it, it has, you know, because." I mean, this October 5th, it's been 13 years ago that I crashed, and, I mean, it's just wild. It just goes way too fast. Yeah, it feels like yesterday, but at the same time, it feels like 20 years ago. It's yeah. Like, it's such a crazy, yeah, such it's a, a crazy feeling. Weird concept. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's an opinion that I'm not surprised to hear whatsoever, you know, because it goes beyond the videos. It goes beyond really everything and right right to his personality i'll never forget like we were in salt lake years ago and like we were jumping this little grass hip and uh, <laughs> we're just like joking and i was like well i was like maybe you could double it like maybe you could jump to like the far hill and like i'll never forget it because we we're just like joking around and i'm like yeah maybe and then i was like i'm so lazy i'm just like laying in the grass and then i look <laughs> up and i see like Mikey pedaling from like a quarter mile away. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay. 
what's happening here? I sit up and I can see him launch himself. Yeah. And he just like he ragdolls and spins and then like lands almost standing up and walks away and goes, Oh, that didn't work. And I was just like, How good is that? Like that's the best. Like I love it. Yeah, it's, it's not a- like holy shit, that was crazy. It was just like, Well, that didn't work. Yeah, that's at the end of that T1 video, I think. Yeah, oh my god. So yeah. good. I love that. Yeah, that was, that's still, I still look at that, and I'm like, man, I don't know really what I was thinking, because I hit, when, hit, that, hit, <laughs> hit that hip the other day, or the other, not the other day, but the other week. And, yeah, good times, man. I was... But that's it. Like, you think about the past, it's like so many times, like, what were we thinking? That's such a funny thing, that, like a concept to think about. Like, what were uh, you thinking? Like, what was I thinking when from, I did that? Like, what? From what I've learned with my my overthinking now, shit's overrated, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, about man. everything way too much, and it's just like, give myself a headache thinking myself to death. Uh, definitely after... After the after an accident like that, I guess you would think about once or twice. But oh, definitely, we need to find the happy medium right in the middle. Yeah, where like not thinking at all and then overthinking, find right in the middle of the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't want to steal. I don't want to steal your whole podcast. You're uh, you're talking with Joe. I just wanted to call in and tell you, love you, always miss you, and uh, I'll be seeing you in a few weeks and. You'll be riding bikes, and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll take you on a little ride. Awesome, man. I can't wait. Thanks. Can't... Heck yeah. <laughs> Love you too, man. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Yeah, hey, thank... I'm sorry. Thank you, Garrett. I appreciate it. No worries. Talk to you soon. All right. See, See you, man. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's perfect because he does have those those memories that it's pretty cool yeah. like as soon as he started talking about that that last stunt when he was laying on the grass as soon as he started describing it it triggered your memory right and yeah and you knew I, exactly what I he's talking about I remember afterwards like I kind of go safe because I slid <laughs> into the land how far apart do you think the things were probably like 25-30 feet yeah but it's the lips really like kinked and bucky yeah. So it's just like at a library, you know, like if you yeah. tried to jump the whole thing, messing around. It just wasn't a good lip. <laughs> I found out. Garrett's yeah. a man. I've looked up to him for a long time. Even before I met him, I'd watch that little devil video, the first one of him doing the crazy roof gaps that he did. And it just blew my mind, you know. And then I met, met him, and he's even a... I mean, he's a great writer, but he's an, he's an, even, an even better person. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what what draws you to the dudes that you like, I think. Absolutely. It's how they are as people. So. Well, that's that's absolutely the reason I wanted him to call, knowing that you guys are friends anyway. But uh, he he's just keeps it positive, and he, uh, but, he, but he also doesn't sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it. that's what I respect in a person, though, is someone that will, will tell you tell you the news, good or bad, and just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, not really bullshit with it, because it's, I'm a, I'm a man, I can handle the truth, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Garrett's an awesome dude, though. It's pretty wild he's going to be out your way in two weeks as yeah, well. I, I mean, you haven't seen each other in a long time, you saw him yesterday, and you 
Good to see him again. Yeah, it's cool. He's going to go on a motocross, fingers crossed, trip with with Noah and they're going to ride around. And Did you uh, ride his fingers crossed uh, yeah. bike? Yeah, it's yesterday. fun. It's the first time I've ever ever ridden one. Mm -hmm. Ruben cooked up a great idea with those things because yeah. they're a lot of fun. I'd much rather be on one of those than a, a mountain bike because the mountain bikes, there's nothing wrong with them. They're fun, whatever. Yeah. If you've ridden one a lot, I just don't like how the wheelbase is, mm -hmm. seems a little further apart than BMX, and I've just ridden a BMX bike my whole life, so I like the way that they feel, you know. Yeah. Front ends like break out too, right? Like it just it's everything's yeah. a little different. A little different, but it's more it feels more uh, of the same than a, than mountain bike does to me. Uh, by the way, he's like the most punctual guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the times I've asked him to uh, to call and yeah okay yeah, that time works. Garrett's no bullshit. That's no. For sure. he's always been that way. But but he's always happy to help yeah. and, and just talk and you know, he's nice. Solid dude. Yeah, that's why I said you know he he can have the fifty one percent because <laughs> he's just so fun to listen to and listen to you two talk. Yeah, I'm glad he told that story about the parking meters coming down on our heads because I would I wouldn't have been able to tell that detailed you know. <laughs> Wait, I've, hit, I've hit my head a bit too many times. And you've been hit, apparently, in the head. Yeah, I know. That was, that was the first one. Just kidding. That was like the 15th one, probably. Oh, man. I think the, the first part of it, when you said you guys uh, were ready to turn around and fight. Because yeah, we, so both, we both got around. I remember. We, I looked over at it, and we both had our fists up. Like, yeah. we were ready. You know? <laughs> it was bullshit. Oh, I don't know how that happened. We... No kidding. Karma, I guess. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go back just a little bit to put things in context. Uh, uh, so you raced for a little bit. I think you told me before it was like three and a half years of racing before you started. Uh, yeah. Before you yeah. made transition. Teardrop. Andy Patterson you... series. That's Jam series. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember if I was talked about it before you did. or not. You had started to talk about this guy, Biff. That's where we stopped. He traded my dad the bike. And yeah. then they gave it, he gave it to me. Um, took, oh, man, this is a good part I forgot to even tell you, tell you earlier when we were talking about it. Was yeah. He uh, took me to the track the next day to see if it was something I'd be into. And I remember just sitting on the bench, the bleachers, uh -huh. with my hands, like, holding my head up, just like, wow, I can't believe this. I can't believe this has existed my whole life, and I just found out about it, you know? Yeah, right. So the next day or next week I think I went to the track brought the bike and signed up and at the time like the sign up booth was like yeah he's just our local pros in town he'll uh take you around the track and show you how to take each obstacle and you guessing who it was local pro and Andy Patterson. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was, so it was, what it, it was fun, it has, right? I was going to say Tim Hall, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so he shows me around the track, and he's like, the seat on this thing was all the way up with the uni seat, yeah. really high, and then the stem, the little wedge stem, was raised up also, the little wedge <laughs> D DK stem, right? Yeah, those are good stems. So he's just the little mini one, like the tiny little <laughs> one. I still have it. Well, you were how old again? When you... 11. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I guess so, that, He's like, first thing you're going to want to do is put your stem, slam your stem down and lower your seat. 
So I, I put all the blame on Fuzz for all the low, the low seats back in the day because people would always be like, why is your seat so low? You know, <laughs> back when people had them up high to do bar spins. Yeah. Like, that's why I want it. That's why I like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he showed me around the track and told me how to take different obstacles. And yeah. But from there, I didn't race for three years and ended up not losing a race until I turned expert. Uh-huh. And got district number one and then the, then the track directors changed and our track got plowed they kind of were a bit more s strict on things like no stopping on the track and i'm like i mm -hmm. want to stop and jump that i want to stop and hit the rhythm section different you know and yeah think about what what my line's going to be sometimes I, I just think it's hard for grown-ups to listen mm -hmm. to kids you know and it's like they're people people too <laughs> so i did that a few years and then i went to the trails and at the time our trails had got plowed so we started 39th i went there and dug and rode and that's kind of where i learned how to do everything you know throughout my racing the time i raced too i'd go to our other sets of trails and ride you mm -hmm. know so i kind of knew how to jump and right and do that do that stuff but it's kind of where i learned all 39th was kind of where i learned it mm -hmm. the bulk of what i i did yeah, I just kind of ventured out on my own after that. When I was 14, so I stopped racing when I was about 13 mm -hmm. and a half and probably going to the trails around 14 or something. Yeah. And then when I was 15, I got sponsored by Bully. Uh -huh. And they paid, they were great. They paid for me to travel. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I went to was the Roots Jam. That was my first time on an airplane, man. Really? Yeah, when I was 15. Wow. Ended up, I missed my, or the, they, the connecting flight didn't make it that was going to go to Florida, so they put me on a red eye, and they gave me first class on the red eye because they messed up. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was my first time ever being, you know, flying, and it was, mm -hmm. it was cool. That happened fast then. You, you progressed quickly just like you did in racing. You progressed quickly with dirt, and you know that was a street comp, right? The the yeah, yeah. It was it was the second roots jam. It was in the parking lot of Bikes USA. I think. Oh, okay. And right. people were passing out in the parking lot and stuff, and it was, so it, was it was hot. Yeah. But yeah, the roots jams were the best. Going there for those. But, yeah. Yeah, and then I rode for Bully for a year, mm -hmm. and then. I got kind of noticed because they pay for my travel throughout the country. Uh -huh. And then I was on Mosh for a year. Giant Bikes had their BMX program. was called Mosh. Right. And I, I got remember. on there with Jerry Bagley and Mike Ardeline and uh, Marcus Wilkie was on it for a bit. Mm -hmm. Or he was on there for a while, actually. Rode for them for a year and I've been on Fit ever since. So that's like 21 years. I was going to say, yeah. How long has it been then that you've been on Fit? I'm more of a spokesperson these days. <laughs> yeah, I, I still get out and enjoy the bike, you know. The memory of you riding at that level has not gone away, and it won't. And so, and that, and that's what's cool. I mean, yeah, it is you cool. Saw it this I weekend, have the memory of it, and I'm glad I could help can help people through mm -hmm. their life challenges or like the help be happy, you know, because that's mm -hmm. what riding did for me my whole life it was my release it's how i got rid of bad energy it's kind of mm -hmm. how i recentered myself you know
Yeah. I didn't know it at the time, obviously, but it's what it was to me more than anything is my art and the way I took all my aggression out. Uh -huh. just to go ride and just be like, oh, I'm so fucking pissed. And, you know, yeah. do a kick yeah. out or turn down especially. And just, yeah, that's how I dealt with it because when I was a kid too, my mom got cancer and being home was kind of a hard place to be because she had thyroid cancer. Mm. And... Yeah. She couldn't really talk to us, so she'd have to write down on a board stuff to us. And I was like, man, you know, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go ride all, all day long, you know. But it's what it's always done for me is just how I didn't think. I don't think I started to look at more like an art form until later. Mm -hmm. Because to me, the table can be done so many different ways. Or, you know, even, mm -hmm. even the crazy tricks that people do now, but... It seems like now people don't put their own personal touches on things as much, you mm -hmm. know? And yeah. it's like, if, if there was a piece of, a piece of art hanging on the wall, would you copy it exactly the same? You know, it's right. just like, no, you want to add your own yeah. art to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's kind of the way I've always felt about bikes. I never was vocal about it and told people about it because, I, you know, it's mine. Right. <laughs> but... Right. I never look at it really like a sport or like competing against someone else. It was mm -hmm. always me competing against me, yeah. you know, to see if I could get better or do it more accurate to what I like, the way I thought it should look in my head. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what drove me to do certain tricks is I've always been, I've always liked the old school tricks better too, which is odd, but if there is more of a classic yeah. The classics never go out of style, you know, so. You don't. Gosh, you reminds me of, like, uh, Joey Garcia's stories, you know. Yeah, I, I remember riding with Joey contests and being, like, starstruck, you know, because I watched him and BF and American Muscle all the time. And yeah. What was that X Games story? He won, but he didn't backflip, and everyone was booing because they thought the backflip guy should win. Yeah, so he went for his, his celebratory run and backflipped. It's not, uh -huh. you know, your body doesn't move that mm -hmm. way as easy, you know, your backflip's kind of more natural, mm -hmm. so if you just commit, that's the hard part, the scary part of it, just committing, yeah. but if you can get over that hump, it's like, I've done a backflip, but I think the first time, this is another carrot story, Yeah. we were in Toronto at the, like, Metro Jam, and they happened to have dirt uh -huh. up at the, the one area, you know, Everyone's kind of messing around on the jumps and heckling each other and stuff. And I'm like, you think it would be funny if I did a backflip? And I'd never done one before. Yeah. But the first, like, I went and tried it. And the first one, I jumped off and ran out of it. Uh -huh. And, you know, ended up landing the second one. And we were just laughing and having a good time. But it's the way people do stuff now, though, like all the stuff I didn't do. I can tell you about that stuff. But the actual right. backflip was... was a lot more easy than a 360, I'll tell you that much. Really? Yeah, I learned well, doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it took me, I mean, a long time to learn how to do my threes the way I wanted to because right. I'm so particular. Uh -huh. But the backflip was a lot easier. It was just about commitment, it seemed like. Yeah. Did you get to the point where you're doing more of the gaps? Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a gap that Legit. I did it over. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I mean, I've probably only done a handful of them. Mm -hmm. So, no, I, 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 I 
respect it and appreciate it, but to each their own. And that wasn't the route I decided to go, you know. Right. right. I liked old, kind of more classic style tricks. and Yeah. Not that the backflip isn't. I'm just different enough. I've always kind of mm. like ran away from stuff that's popular right. for some reason. And even yeah. how, I mean, even if it's just kind of weird now too because bikes are so popular that it kind of like puts me off a little bit, you know. Sure. Because we were talking about this earlier kind of started doing it because it was like a, almost like the the punk thing to do or something you know or we did yeah yeah and we're talking about that really so so normal that, so normal now it's kind of like there's just a little bit of its flavor to me <laughs> yeah i still love bmx like a lot of it well i shouldn't say like a lot of us but some of us were fortunate enough to have a spot to build trails and a friend to push us who was in your your crew at that time that that probably or did push you you pushed each other but um, uh, that pushed you our whole crew at home like i mean growing up i had a lot of different friends that would push each other but mm -hmm. Barringer, me and him would always push each other and mm -hmm. me and elf riding the street and just all of us honestly like throughout our little bmx community in utah would always just kind of get fuzzed i mean he pushed me all the time to get through yeah. the jumps at his house when i was like I mean, I was probably 13 trying to make it through his sixers, the six pack. And it was at his old house in Roy, yeah. that's in Road Falls, too. You had to pump mm -hmm. your, it was hard. Like, yeah. it was more like a riding a technical racetrack. Yeah. You know, but the, you had to pump stuff, and it wasn't like trails that you can just go to and sure. rip around. It was like kind of work, but mm -hmm. always had a good crew in Salt Lake that mm -hmm. helps each other. Fuzzy Hall is absolutely one that saw uh, would would push you would push you in such a positive way. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, Fuzz, is, Fuzz is awesome. You still see him much? I'm not not much. I hear from him every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll send him a message or something. He does a kind of like Uber and Lyft. He started a company called Hall, like S H H A L O. Right. He right. drives from picks people up and drives them up to Park City and stuff. So. Oh okay. But he still rips. Yeah, he can go with. Oh, forever without riding and still hop on a bike and kill it oh still yeah right, that's cool i mean i guess you do it for so long it's second nature type of thing do you want me to start hitting some questions and yeah fit? but we wanted to folk tbi and the bipolar that can go with it and you, you and garrett were talking about it a bit you brought it up with him you wanted to talk more about with the with the tbi and the and the bipolar that goes with it uh well it's brain injury is different so it can trigger different things in you right mm -hmm. that's what i've learned anyways and not every brain injury or tbi will trigger bipolar but mine mm -hmm. did it's been kind of different to learn how to handle and medications will give you their side effects and then you have to deal with those and it's just kind of like almost sometimes feels like you're some sort of dummy doll you know they're just handing mm -hmm. pills to and you're just like man i'm sick of this shit i just want to feel normal but it's almost you have to get used to the new normal you know as far as the, the TBI goes I know you can't tell anyone to do something but I would definitely would have worn a helmet if I knew what all what the brain injury entailed and what I had it would have to give up you know because sure. riding was everything to me you know and family is too a lot but it was like how I supported my family. And now I can't remember things that happened two seconds ago sometimes. And it's just mm -hmm. a pain in the ass, honestly. Because you're just like, man, I won't, that shit work, you know? But it's 
luck of the draw and what uh, can happen and what it, it entails. The passion for the sport, you were as easily as passionate about family as you as you were and and still are to some extent uh, as with BMX. Yeah, I kind of had to let it go a little bit because it's kind of sucks to say, but it's kind of painful sometimes. You know, I wish it wasn't, yeah. but it's like. I just want to go do it so bad, you know, and it's just not, I can't hop on a bike and have it, it doesn't, it feels the same to ride around and stuff, but when I want to do something and mm -hmm. it's not there anymore, because it's, it goes too long in between times that I ride because of the bipolar, mm -hmm. that it's, it's like, it's like riding once every few months mm -hmm. and then trying to do things that you did, and I did that for, I mean, shit, it's been 13 years now, and I've been trying the whole time to get a hold of it and ride as much as possible and it's just you know sometimes I go like months and I'm fine and mm -hmm. I went the whole summer one year I worked at Park City dirt park and was riding all the time and it felt great but then the bipolar hits and I you know fall off again so that's that's really hard to deal with because I can't stay consistent and that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I'm on even disability now is because mentally I can't stay consistent. Mm -hmm. So to have a job with where you can't stay consistent just doesn't work. Right. You know, and it's right. just been a pain, kind of a bummer, honestly. I don't want to bum people, people out by any means. I just want to be real, you know, like, mm -hmm. so they can make the decision for themselves whether they want to, protect themselves or not because it's seriously it seriously to me isn't 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 worth it mm -hmm. you know i i've been there i didn't like wearing helmets <laughs> shit yeah. but for from everything i've lost to put one on my head now i put one on my head and have now but have it be before mm -hmm. there's no question you know yeah because it's yeah. so much that i mean yeah i mean this i'm not really that's the thing is i go to tanner and Oh, I'm not scared. Right. And that's what's even more scary. Yeah. Is it a skate Because park? I would go to the Tanner Trails and get the oh, trails okay. in Salt Lake. Oh, okay. It's called Tanner. Mm-hmm. As I go down there and everyone would be down there, you know, kind of terrified. And I was determined, man. I'm like, I'll get through this section with one side of my fucking body working, you know? So, right. Yeah, I, and then I get tossed all crazy and scare yeah. the shit out of all my friends that are there. Because, I mean... I think that's important to say. And I'm, I know, I don't want to be the helmet guy, like, mm -hmm. you should wear a helmet, man. Right. But, honestly, it's not that big of a fucking deal. And it is a big deal when you can't do what you love and can't do your passion and your release. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's all that to everyone that's mm -hmm. hopefully listening is that it is all that. And it's fun. And, you know, it killed me not being able to ride through the section yesterday with all the guys, you know, because that's who I am and how I am. I mean, it's not anything that I'm not used to anymore, you know, mm -hmm. just not being able to do do things that I once did. It's just still kind of painful because it was my, what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something that was really cool yesterday. We had some, some loaner bikes ready for you, whatever felt right. You end up, end up I think, riding Superfly's bike, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, Got the one that felt the most comfortable to me and took some laps on the track and it felt good because I haven't ridden I mean, in probably a couple months. Because yeah. I'd go down to Tanner and 
I was building a section. We we're building a little section to warm up on, mm -hmm. and I was all stoked to go ride it all the time, like this summer and whatnot, and mm -hmm. fall trail season. And sure. then my shoulders started coming out of socket really oh. easy. It's like, man, am I supposed to be riding or not? I guess some something right. giving me signs, signs here, because every time I ride, I get really messed up. Yeah. It's because I, I'm not consistent and all that. But well, I'll tell you the other cool thing was actually same bike. Your wife uh, sent me some pictures of Owen riding yeah, with, Ru with Russ Barone. Yeah, right? I'm stoked on that. I got some pictures of him with Russ riding, and yeah. it's cool because Russ was all stoked. I'm like, yeah, Owen's taking laps. Me and Russ were talking. He's like, I'm going to go grab my bike. Yeah. Went and took some laps with Owen. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It was, it was cool. I had no idea. You know, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's huge what Russ is, Russ is doing, man. He's helping kids. Oh, you ride fall, bikes man. and yeah, and it's, has the little setup that he helps kids around tracks on that can't really right. ride too easy, and he's just good, yeah. good dude for doing that, man. It's he he's huge. he's the best, and I'll, I'll tell you what, the Long Islanders are are such a great group. I'm just gonna like Kevin, just my side of the bed. Better be off on you, man. <laughs> Better be off my side of the bed. That's after. funny because that's our our English bulldog. She's always. I get up and she's, because yeah. it's warm, yeah, but yeah. she's way on my side of the bed. <laughs> right. Like, move over. And your, your son's into soccer, right? Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not really into BMX much. I mean, every time he picks up a bike, he can, he's really, he's got that gift to where mm -hmm. he can do whatever he wants to really naturally. Yeah. And yeah. to some people it's unfair because it seems easy. You know, when he plays soccer, he can tell he's a natural, you know? Yeah. Right. So he just kind of has that gift, and he decides, I mean, when he wanted to play soccer, and I'd always miss the sign-ups, mm -hmm. and he rode with me from when he was two almost to eight all the time, so oh, riding, wow. riding a bike's not like, yeah. you know, no, it's in his wheelhouse, he just, right. you know, he found what what he loves, and mm -hmm. that's, that's cool to go on the journey with your kid and what they like to do, mm -hmm. and I sometimes get asked if I'm you know, mad or whatever that he doesn't ride, and I'm like, oh, I'm actually not, because I can go on a different journey with him, you know, so. I, you know, I, I and I'm certainly not criticizing by saying this, but I mean, I, I believe all parents should, you know, be, just rejoice that your kid finds something that they like, that, that maybe it is different than what you like, but now you get the you get to watch them do something you don't know much yeah, about. Yeah, it's cool because you see them passionate about what they like, too, you know? Yeah. That's what individuals I are. Didn't, I didn't know a thing about soccer or the rules or anything when I, when, until he started. Like, his coach was like, yeah, well, I remember this first tryout. He's like, I found our mid. I'm like, what the hell is that, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd never seen him explain to me. Did the same with Owen when he was younger. We'd go out and kick the ball at goals, and you know, go out to our circle and kick the ball back and forth. He'd be like, "Dad, you want to go kick the ball?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. man." You know. So you've been able to be physically active. Yeah, enough. that's what I'm like really blessed. And what happened is I'm still able to do a lot of stuff. It's mm -hmm. more mental than anything because a lot mm -hmm. of the physical part I I recover from pretty fast. Mm -hmm. But the emotional and mental side is come with the brain injury or the pain in the ass part, you know, that I, I'm going to keep trying forever because that's, you know, the other 
what what else do you do besides try, <laughs> right? Well, it keeps you it, I mean, it keeps your mind occupied, it keeps you yeah, focused I'm on something. Told on my something. whole life by my mom. Every time you know, I'd be little and yeah. come back and be like, "Mom, I can't." You know, and yeah, she's yeah. like, "I can't." Yeah. It's a quitter who's too lazy to try. That's mm -hmm. kind of the way I've always thought. And you know, sometimes you feel like you can't. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But the next days, let it go, breathe on, relax on it for a bit, and you just keep on trying. Yeah, and it's yeah. all you can do. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're physically able to be the dad you want to be yeah, and me, be active. And, yeah, me too. You know. Really, really lucky that way. Well, blessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lucky. Do you want to hit some questions? Yeah. Sure. There'll, there'll be a couple questions in here, and you know what? I'm going to ask you one real quick culmination of these questions. I feel like when I read these questions, there may be a little bit of a, a misunderstanding. I think you and I talked about this, of where you're at riding-wise. I kind of think this is a, a, a decent opportunity. You know, a lot of people can't wait until you're back riding, and maybe they don't understand that that's not going to be, or maybe they do, well, and they, they, they're saying it in a way that's encouraging. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm sure you've heard a lot of that over the past, uh, what were we talking, 12, 12 years? Yeah, like 13 in October. So that expectation of seeing Mike Aiken come back, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's, uh, for me, it's now, as I, I wanted to be back to the riding, I knew I wouldn't be able to, now first, I'll just say how it was, I, I could, when I woke up from my coma, I didn't know where I was, I didn't know, uh -huh. I recognized my family, and I said how their names and stuff, which made them oh, really, yeah. you know, you can imagine, Oh yeah. but I could feel flowing through posh still, like in my bones, you know, mm -hmm. so... I wanted to get back to where I was mm -hmm. quick, like yeah. as fast as I could, because I just love that feeling, and it's part of who I am, you know, like BMX is literally in my blood, you know, like it's a big part of me. To not be able to do it the way I'd want to is, mm -hmm. I just wasn't taking no for an answer, so I would mm -hmm. put myself through the ringer trying to get back to where I wanted to be, right. and that's not much, it's just like flowing through a set of trails and right. being able to follow someone through and be like, all right, session in the trails, you know? Mm -hmm. But as time goes on, there's just too long in between me riding and not riding, riding and not riding, to, it just... Do you think uh, word gets out there that you're trying and, and that's where the expectation starts to come in with I think with I people? put more expectation on myself than others do because mm -hmm. I've always been my worst. I mean, everybody is, I think, but your own worst critic, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would just always expect the world of myself and mm -hmm. criticize the hell out of myself. That's why my writing was the way it was, because mm -hmm. I criticized the shit out of myself, you know? Yeah. Well, some of those questions... All and, and I'm a perfectionist, yeah, <laughs> you know? Right, so it's right, right. kind of... Which is why you were so good, you know, in, in your prime, we'll say. I'll be back to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to hop on the bike still and go pedal and have fun mm -hmm. and go to the parks and pop around and, sure. you know, yeah. just, I can't just quit who I am. It's all I've known since I was 11 and even battling back at it here and there. It's yeah. A big part of it too is I, I definitely don't want to put my family through what they went through again, especially right. Tristan and my son and, mm -hmm. you know, I have a bigger picture to think about than I 
I've been selfishly thinking I'm just getting back to BMX, and it's like, man, you know, there's a bigger picture here, mm -hmm. and there's other things, so yeah. just taking taking a different approach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, to, to, to just wrap up the thought anyway, uh, you, you're hopeful, and you're putting that hope out there, and maybe right. they're latching onto it. I would truly believe it myself. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like I, I'm saying that the the kind of misunderstanding, but your hope maybe influences their hope yeah, for you well, to I'm, see you back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, I'm sure, but but it was a chance to mention it in this podcast, I think, because yeah. it's so nice to have you be able to tell people where you're at and and how hard you have worked at it and and. Uh, just where you're at with it, period, and those challenges that, that have come with it. All right, we had a couple, uh, you know, we're an hour and a half into it. I'm uh, absolutely going to have to skip a few. Uh, you're tired, I'm sure. I think, I think we're all tired. It's, yeah. been a, uh, it's been a busy week for you. It's definitely been a busy one, you know, for all of us that worked on the jam, too, so... So uh, I don't want to keep you up till midnight. Uh, but uh, let let's let's get a minute. My my sister has been throwing some questions in lately, and they've been like, these are uh, it, since hey, the Olympic Games have, have started in Tokyo. So she wanted to know, and her name is Fran. What do you think of the Olympics, and what you think the exposure will do for the sport? And that's a conversation a lot of people have had. But let's talk specifically about freestyle because racing, we already know, it's been in the Olympics. I think we're on our third cycle you know, this coming week. Freestyle in, in the Olympics, do you think? Uh, but what do you think about that with this year being the first cycle that, that uh, they're a legit gold, uh, medal sport? I think, it, I think it's, honestly, for me, it's good and bad because obviously it does a lot of exposure and money comes into the sport, right? But... Right. For me, money's not always everything, and it loses a bit of its edge to me. <laughs> you know, I've kind of always done what's different and not the not the center of attention type of thing, and mm -hmm. it just loses a little bit of its edge. But it's yeah. it's good for yeah. I I get it. I think I think a lot of people will understand that what you're talking about for sure because there's so many different ways to ride it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to maybe they all go and do it right i mean i've always thought that bmx should be judged kind of like gymnastics or something because mm -hmm. I mean, like i was saying earlier the table or tricks can be done so many different ways and you know people can do them half-assed and people can do them when you're like okay yeah that's right mm -hmm. so it's you know maybe it'll be a good thing you never know i think it's a it's definitely going to help BMX, and mm -hmm. in what way, I don't know. You know, it'll bring money into the sport, which is good. Yeah. You know, Although, I don't know, honestly. Yeah, well, I can tell you, it's, it's nothing like it was, but freestyle is still doing a lot better than racing on the pro side. There's very few BMX racing pros that can make a living at it right now. That's so. We're to, so I'm, I'm making you talk a bit of Park. How much, how much has Park been part of your been part of your life uh, uh, versus dirt. I mean, it's all just been riding to me. Yeah. You know, I've never really, yeah, you're on a different thing, but it's just been kind of riding around. 
Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be able to ride wherever my friends were I wanted to ride that day. So it was mm -hmm. kind of, our trails got plowed and they had a, set, a wooden indoor park and learned how to ride on that. I mean, the first mm -hmm. time I hit a vert wall, I pulled back because that's what I was used to doing. Oh, jeez. So, oh, man. like, no, you push into it and go over. I'm like, oh, uh -huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. It's definitely different. I mean, we just always go right around. I mean, right around the streets to watch all the people like that were out at night, the idiots. Yeah. So, right. or and met, find something like, oh, this is kind of like a, you know, a curb cuts and mm -hmm. manual it to nose really the, mm -hmm. the flat. And it's like a, you can do it like a rhythm section. It's just kind of yeah. Anything you can think of, you can, or anything you can imagine, you can kind of, kind of do, and that's the same with, with trails. So, it's, yeah. a lot of it is I wanted to challenge myself and see if I could do it. Yeah. You know. So. Right. So you could appreciate that just as much as dirt, pretty much. Um, yeah, I still I have a special spot for dirt though. I like dirt the the most. Mm -hmm. Just smooth, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not as, not as crazy impacts on uh -huh. just riding trails. I mean, actually, went for there's a there's a friend of mine. His name's Ari Sonnenberg. He's he uh, said he was in the military and, and a lot of it came from that. So uh, he said, "How has experiencing a TBI affected your everyday life and your mental health?" We talked a little bit about that. So if you keep that question in mind and. He said, as someone who has a, a TBI, many of my mental health and other issues are directly related to the amount of concussions I've had. Um, does that does that resonate with you? Does that make some... Yeah, it honestly made... Everything just becomes much, like, harder. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes more effort. Mm -hmm. And even my motivation is just not there like it was. It's harder to get myself to do things. Yeah, everything is just that much bit harder for to to do and mentally, I mean, it's all a head game anyway. Mm -hmm. But it just becomes a little bit more complex. Yeah. Definitely affected it. <laughs> I don't know if I answered them but No you did. My um like a neurospeech pathologist mm -hmm. he was helping with some things at home explaining something to me, and I'm like, yeah, that happened before, that happened before I crashed, that happened before, you know, and mm -hmm. he's like, I hate to tell you this, Mike, but I think you've had multiple brain injuries, and I was thinking about that, and I'm like, yeah, I guess he's right, because I was thinking of all the times where I've, you know, the first one, I, I knocked myself out, and I, I jumped a 32-foot set of triples when I was 12. Oh my gosh. I was jumping them the night before in practice, and it was a state championship weekend, mm -hmm. so there were all these people were in town sitting on the bleachers, and the guy's like, you guys want to see this little-ass kid jump these big-ass set of triples? And the crowd went nuts, and I got kind of like put on the oh, spot, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I broke my bike over him, and it was into it like a 12, 13-foot bonsai, mm -hmm. and I slid down the whole bonsai on yeah. my hand. And like they could see all my knuckles down to the oh, bone, God. and I got knocked out. And I woke up and I remember my dad like a bummy, like like looking at me like, "You're right, you're right, yeah. Mike, Mike." Like saying my name. I think that was the first major one, and I've had, I mean, countless. Yeah. 
concussions that, you know, had one last hurrah and took a dirt nap for three weeks. It's a big one. Not, not knowing the details of the actual crash, and I don't, I don't need to know them. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, you t you're talking about that being like the final one. That was the one that really kicked you into full, full TBI. And mm -hmm. You know, the, the the last thing. I don't understand how it all works, but I guess if your brain doesn't heal completely, then eventually you're going to get to the point of of a major TBI that disables you, right? Yeah. It's so long. And sometimes that's what scares me a little bit is maybe that's the signs I keep getting to, is to slow down mm -hmm. so that doesn't happen, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my thought on that. Mm -hmm. And I am a little, I am, I'm, I'm a like Christian basically. And I believe in all that kind of stuff. I, I believe in God and Jesus, mm -hmm. but I don't you know, practice, I just have mm -hmm. my beliefs, and that's fine, you can believe in the universe, believe in, mm -hmm. you know, the unicorns, believe in whatever you want to, want to believe in, right. but it's kind of whatever gets you through this world and helps you stay happy, uh -huh. but, um, yeah. sometimes I'm like, am I getting signs, what's going on, I should, yeah. kind of more in tune with that stuff now than I was, you know, and you know, when we talked on the phone, uh, a couple months back, we were talking about uh, Buddhism as well. Just anything that brings you some uh, some peace, right? Yeah. Some, some peace of mind. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to find out is what's my new, you know, like BMX did for me. Is, it doesn't have to be new. I know I'm still going to go down to the trails, I think, and hang out and stuff. I still like being down there. I love sure. just hanging out. It's just a totally different thing. Yeah. But want to find what's next too, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, Art's gonna be happy to hear. Uh, it, again, like you and Garrett were talking about when he called in, uh, we all need each other, and, and, and Ari needs to know he's not alone, and and you need to know you're not alone. And people are, are thinking of you, and and uh, and thinking of Garrett when he's hurt, and just all that stuff, you know. It's uh, on a uh, another note. Uh, I need you to, since I was probably a little busy yesterday mm -hmm. during that jam, so I probably bit. walked by a thousand times, but toward the end of the day, I was lucky enough to walk over when you had a transaction going with a guy named Scotty Kramer <laughs> yeah. who won the high bid for your, not your actual frame, but the uh, S three point five. So this so was a Fit Bike. I don't, I don't know uh, when that was released, but uh, I think two thousand eight. And then it? they re-released it here like this year. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Which is cool, cool as hell. So, so I walk over and you're signing a frame for Scotty Kramer that he want your frame. Yeah, he wanted your wild. frame, and. I don't know what the hell was going on, but some, somehow it turned into finger painting, and then you yeah, put the, it. Yeah, <laughs> the paint marker yeah. kind of ran out, it was oh, okay. all dripping onto the frame, I'm like, well, I'll put my <laughs> my real autograph on it and give it my thumbprint. <laughs> and I believe I have a video of that. It is, so I want, yeah, I just I wanted you to tell the story about that, so... Uh, what kind of words were exchanged in that? Because that was a pretty that was a pretty amazing moment for everyone that was happened to be around at that. At no, that I always thought it was really good to see Scotty. I mean, mm -hmm. 
I've seen him on his YouTube channel and stuff, but I haven't seen him since his accident happened, and it was good to kind of catch up with him a little bit. It's always good to see old friends that you haven't seen in a while and catch up with them. Yeah. But, yeah, it was really awesome of Scotty to come out and support that. And, yeah. you know, support it enough to end up being high bidder on something yeah. like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a really great guy, and he... Uh, I was obviously really happy that he was able to make it. Um, it the guy is busy. The guy is incredible. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he juggles at all. But you know, he just came from announcing X Games, and he's a great announcer. Yeah. So he's so good. And he's like you. When I did his interview, he was describing how it would be so frustrating at times to he could. Tell someone exactly how to do it. Just what you were saying a little bit ago. But you can't... Like, I can think what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I can speak way clearer in my head than I can when I'm, like, actually speaking. And it's so frustrating, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely... It's almost like you have to just think about stuff way too more than you should uh-huh. to even make it through with me anyways. And it's... Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be down for this podcast. I just want people to know how it really is. Well, we got lots of up, up too. So anyway, that that frame was donated by uh, Murphy Machetta from Pittsburgh, who's an awesome guy, and he had gotten that frame on a trade with. Uh, oh, I can't remember who. It's it's Morris time is his handle. Uh, so he donated to me, and he thought, hey, you know, I don't know, if you want to use it for something, go for it. And it turned out being this great story. So it's it's amazing how things work. It's, it, it truly is. So uh, I'm going to go to your posts. I'm going to uh, run through some questions, and uh, it's a little after 11, so we could do this. We could, we could be in bed by midnight, so you can hopefully get a little rest. Um, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I'd love to talk about this stuff all night. That's yeah. the, that's that's the challenge. <laughs> uh, but so anyway, all right. Let's start. Let's start with uh, Wild Bill from Long Island, um, and that's his last name's Klein. Bill Klein. I don't know if you know him. He uh, he's from Long Island now. He lives in Cleveland. He's the best dude you ever meet. I mean, when I yeah. got hurt. This guy was calling me often. Uh, and just making sure, just yeah, I'm checking out friends. Best style ever in BMX. Obviously, talking about you. If a Pontiac didn't make the, if Pontiac didn't make the Firebird, would it be a Camaro or a Mustang that you would, that would be the one, the car? Gee, that's a hard one. <laughs> I honestly, I'm not a Mustang guy. Uh-huh. If, it, if it had to, if I had to choose one, it would be like a. Late 60s, early 70s, Mach 1 or Fastback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Camaro would be before the Mission stuff. Uh, mission Laws came out in, like, a 73 or since early 70s. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. The only reason I went, I actually test drove Camaros uh-huh. um, when I was buying my Trans Am, but they're just so rattly and falling apart, the ones in Salt Lake, so I found a Trans Am, I knew that I wanted that second generation body style, Yeah. I found the Trans Am, and it was in uh, Alameda, California, so me, my dad, and 
my wife now, she's my girlfriend then, drove mm -hmm. down and bought it in 2002. Oh, so, and that's the one you still have today, right? Yep. Do you drive it much any, anymore? Yeah, I'll, any yeah. chance I, I get when it's nice out and stuff. Uh -huh. and needs a new battery now, but, so, yeah. you know, with those older cars, it's kind of always something. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's yeah. part of the fun of it, too. Keep rolling, rolling along. Power Spike Shop. Uh, he wants to know which section was your favorite from the Building the Underground video. Honestly, I don't even remember that, like, what video he's talking about. I was about. just going to say, like, I, well, and I'm the worst guy to turn to for any information on this, on yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I... If it comes to you, great. If not, don't worry about it. I got plenty of other questions. Don't worry <laughs> about that. So let's see. Oh, my 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 water boy, uh, Brett Downs. <laughs> he, such a great guy. He shows up at all the gyms. He's like super yeah. supportive of BMX. He just just wants to support it. Whether yeah. it's a fundraiser or, or or a combination jam fundraiser or just jam, he's there. Uh, and he's a rep too for uh, uh, Sparky's and Sabrosa and Shadow. And, Yes, or is as the guy with with the style everyone loves. Who were your influences that led you to way, to the way you ride? Although we've been talking about your creativity of being your own your well, own I, artist. I, you, you take from things you see, you know, mm -hmm. along the way. Sure, for sure. And you know, the people I kind of first started looking up to was as a kid before I got sponsored was. I saw Soil, and I loved Josh Stricker. I liked his mm -hmm. style, and then there's always like Bennett, Stoffer was a big one. I'd watch just the East Coast sections of the, the, the PA in particular, like mm -hmm. Brown Chuck and Brandon Pundai, and even Wingding, and all those mm -hmm. guys, and I mean, even like Jay Lonergan, mm -hmm. um, just all the, the, the East Coast dudes that could flow and ride through trails and make it look effortless. Yeah. And to me, that just looks so freeing and just so, like, so much fun. Yeah. That I that kind of, I gravitated towards it. Sure. So, yeah, Bennett was a huge one, too. I, I can't remember if I said his name or not, but... Yeah, he did. Um, I just liked all the combos he would do and like, yeah. how he made them look. Well, he's so good, you should mention him twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> There you go. Uh, a friend of ours from Connecticut, Ben Atkinson, he says, Mikey, tell us about your best New England experience. Hey, that could even be from this past week. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm sure he's talking about a bit ago when you uh, when you were when you're riding heavy and you know Suffield, uh, whatever. But yeah, I don't have many, but the really good one was when we came here on the snap trip. For, for that and went went to Suffield and uh -huh. uh, we went to a lot of trails I couldn't tell you which ones now but it's a really good experience because I was like I mean 16 uh -huh. and I would just ride so hard every day because I finally made it all the trails that I wanted to on the east coast uh -huh. that I would just be asleep at dinner because you know how in each town people want to go to dinner and there'd be like two hours that we're eating dinner right so I just fall asleep in my dinner <laughs> oh man and 
Brian, I wrote you, who, who I'm sure you know, yep. from Long Island. Kind of one of the dudes I used to watch, too. Yeah, he, and Him and Tara and all the dudes watching the 7-Eleven section. I, oh, in like I think Seek and Destroy. Yeah. One of the videos. We'll just call it a video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad with memory stuff now, so that's just a jumbled up. My speech therapist explained it to me. Yeah. She's like, my picture your your brain like a big file and you knock everything. Well, it essentially is, but you knock yeah. everything over. Yeah. And your job is to pick everything up, find where it goes, and put it back again. And I almost have to do that with stuff every day. Yeah. So it's not like you do it once and it's back. It's like right. kind of a daily thing for me. Brian, I wrote you actually didn't have a question, but I wanted to mention it because I knew you remember him. And he says, uh, no questions, just respect. Uh, That's awesome. Respect yeah. to you too, man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a really good dude. Uh, let's see. Evan Smedley. Uh, when was the last time you were in Lehigh Valley, Bethlehem, and what was your what was your Wawa order? That you know, <laughs> might take some memory too. I honestly couldn't tell you what it was. I know we went there because my wife bought a Wawa long sleeve. Yeah. And yeah. um, <laughs> hey, hey, right? you remember what Wawa long sleeve? I don't even long know sleeve what. shirt, t-shirt. You know, long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I thought this was sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like talking some, some food sort of order. Is that like a new Marcus <laughs> grinder? I think 
I'm really proud of my That's It Street part. I just wanted to put out stuff that's a little different, like not different, but I wanted to make a street part just to switch it up, you know, yeah. and then yeah. um, I think Anthem 2 is my, my favorite though. Mm-hmm. Because it's more of, I kind of went back back to who I, my, where I came back home, if you know what I'm saying. I yeah, yeah. Came yeah. back to what I, is truly in, in my blood also, is dirt, is yeah. trails, is like who I, where it originated and how, yeah. what I like the most and, yeah. you know, I kind of came back to it, so yeah. it's, it also is a big marking point to me too, because it was the best I ever was on a bike. Uh-huh. Here's a stuff question. It's a little stuff. Oh, nice. This question, or a statement actually, before the question is, uh, is come to Posh and Caddy Halloween jams this year. Um, but you know what? Honestly, this is BMX family stuff, really. I think I think I am misunderstanding that because you'd be happy happy if you were there just like you were there yesterday for for everybody. You know? Yeah, I honestly was planning on trying to go to Posh this year to try and ride stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then my shoulders started to yeah. pop out all the time. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll happen this year, but hopefully I can make it happen sometime because I'd love mm-hmm. to go and catch up with everybody. And, yeah. You know, ride a little if I can, and if not, just hang out. So. Right. No expectations. Just go to yep. go to hang out. Uh, so his well, his obvious, his very important question of this is: uh, when you're in PA, do you prefer sheets or Wawa? I'm torn because I, they're both I, I way like, better than my options here. They're both awesome, man. I'll get in trouble for saying either one, so I'll just no, leave it at that. No. <laughs> Pittsburgh, I, I think Pittsburgh and Bethlehem are, are on opposite sides, of, and New Jersey are on opposite sides of this one. Yeah, well, when I lived, when I was in the area for a bit there, we'd always go to Sheets because there wasn't a wall up there. So yeah. I know Sheets a bit a bit better, but yeah. I love I love me a Wawa too, you know, and their yeah, their yeah. iced teas and things like that. So right, yeah, uh, and they're both awesome. Yeah, definitely. They're better than what we have at home. We have Mavericks, and it's kind of the same thing, but they don't have the. They they're not to that point yet yeah. where you can order a sandwich and they make it right there. Yeah. But it's it's one of those types of gas stations where they they're getting there. Yeah. You know that's where they'll end up. It's just the West Coast is a little bit slower yeah. than the East Coast on things yeah. because it's newer. You know, so it's about time we lead something on the East Coast. You know, <laughs> I don't care if it's gas station food. We yeah. gotta lead. We gotta lead something. Something. Um, lead a lot everything lead lead we want to lead something because everything else seems to start in california everything starts from out west it seems uh so we'll take gas station food (laughs) you could wish to be like us uh or have what we have so anyway uh sticky throttle i love i love that handle um thanks for all the inspiration uh favorite rider of all time uh roasting toast i didn't say man I thought you were done. We're done saying what the first one said. Oh, oh, I, no, that wasn't a question. That was a statement. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. He was saying you're his favorite writer. No, uh, thank you, and appreciate all the support throughout the years. Hmm. And and the reason I did that is because he may be asking 
why don't we just do you have a favorite writer of all time of oh, yours yeah that is what he's probably asking no 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 I think he's saying your favorite I'm writer tired. that wouldn't surprise me brain's slow around. and I'm tired shit's not clicking um I'm with you I think it's good he asked the question it can go two different ways my favorite writer there's no because but BF you know like yeah. he's yeah. the dude man yes. I mean there's so many different guys everyone's good now like yeah. Uh, but BF could just do what he wanted and when he wanted and yeah. do with style and differently. And yeah. He's just an all around great dude, too. So. He is. Oh, there's only one thing he can't do on BMX and he's got to learn it. Uh, that, that would be answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's busy now, but. Yeah. yeah he, so, let's see. Back to roast, roast or toast. Anybody from Massachusetts? Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip over part of this because we already talked about it. Um, uh, how do you motivate yourself to stay positive? It's honestly harder now. Mm -hmm. But it comes in waves. I think looking at the positive things in my life that I have rather than what I don't have. And mm -hmm moving forward with that, you know, because everything is, has its own energy, and it, whatever side you go towards is where your, the body follows the mind, you know, so mm -hmm. it's kind of easy, but at the same time, it's, it can be difficult, so yeah. the more you dwell, the more you're in hell, you know, <laughs> I've so never heard that before, I, well, me neither, but <laughs> I just, you know, I have my battles, too. I'm not going to say mm -hmm. that I can just snap out of it all the time. Because with the bipolar, it's especially a pain in the ass. But mm -hmm. it's, you have the choice. And that, well, make sure you stay on the, the brighter side if you can. Because right. shit seems to be a hell of a lot easier on that side. You know what? I'll, I'll let you think about this while we take a little break. But the next question is going to be from... Murdog 951 he's a, he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's a little outside of Pittsburgh, but he's pretty much a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, and he wants to know, best trip, what made it so amazing? Love you, Mike. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll hit that when we, we come back. I'm going to do a save, too. Okay, so we left off on favorite trip. Your favorite trip you want? Love about every trip I've been on and with the different reasons that the fit, mm -hmm. the OG fit crew and... Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico, though, was really, really fun one, and the last time we went to South Africa was really fun, mm -hmm. just because it was so different than anywhere I've ever been, and um, kind of a culture shock, shock in a way, and it was a, me, Case Hawk, Brad Sims, and it was just a good time, I was over there for three weeks, and mm -hmm. every, every time I've been to Japan, though, I really loved it. So, yeah, depends a lot on the crew too. So, well, that's true. It's I mean, it makes perfect sense. If you're gonna spend three weeks together with, in an area you know nothing about, yeah. Um, but so so what made um, what made South Africa most the most amazing? Mm. I think just that it was so different from anywhere that I've ever been. Uh huh. And the riding and. 
adventures and mm-hmm. I mean we drove through a lion park and it, you know yeah it just it was just really cool like safari stuff yeah and jeez uh, come to think of it Jay Lonergan's gone I think more than once Danny Billy is gone oh, it's been a lot of people um, and maybe that was after you guys had, had gone maybe yeah I went I went after it I even, I saw it on that the T1 World Tour thing. Oh, okay. They went. And they were one of, one of the first to go over there. Uh huh. South uh, Cape Town and Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. I was in Johannesburg first, but then mm-hmm. we, we just drove all over and even drove across the Trans Sky uh-huh. to Cape Town. And yeah. It was just really cool. Yeah. experience and see everything and seeing how people live and mm-hmm. you know really really a lot of people have no money and they're as happy as can be did you end up leaving anything there bikes or anything like that I think I left, I left my bike yeah yeah for someone my friend John I left it for him cause he started he, he actually started a bike museum type of thing mm-hmm. and he has all these old 80's bikes and oh okay I forget his his Instagram handle but um yeah he, he has it in his collection so it's in good hands nice <laughs> yeah I, I mainly opted to him also I just didn't want to bring it home mhm kind of so, I mean yeah I've heard of a few people leaving them when they go, uh, because maybe there's a village where if you give that bike, that bike's going to get shared by, you know, 50 kids yeah. taking turns, you know, because mm-hmm. they just don't have, they don't have a bike to ride. Derek from Oakwoods, he wants to know, let's see, we've talked a bit about a, a lot of this, Derek, so... Uh, I'm going to ask you the last part of this question. It's, uh, if you're not riding, what are some of your favorite pastimes? Honestly, just hanging out, hanging out with my family when I can is probably my biggest one. And, um, taking a ride in my car, the car being the Trans Am, you know, (laughs) and then going for a bike ride, going to walking the dog is, you know. Yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Getting tired. Yeah. All right, let's see. Favorite person to ride with? Just friends, you know, close friends, I'd say. Uh-huh. I don't have a in particular person that I'm, I'm just always stoked to see people and meet new people, but old friends, it's always fun to have a session with, and, uh-huh. you know, it's cool to meet new people too, but any group of friends is fun. Do you feel partially responsible for the <laughs> the girl gene craze in BMX? I uh, felt I felt victim myself. This guy named uh, it's his Ron, Ron Dodge. Um, I didn't look up his real name, but that's his handle. Is I'm sorry, John John Raj. And, and you you have to explain explain that one. I don't feel responsible for the girl part. I just <laughs> I my wife worked at a spot that. She got trade and commission on for selling and got me uh, fashion jeans uh-huh. that were cheap, you know, like diesels and seven for all mankind back then. And it was just, 
you know, they're expensive jeans, but if I'd get them and only have to pay like 40 bucks and people would be like, oh, you're rocking those? I'm like, yeah, why not? You know? Right. Right. So I never wore the women's jeans. Like I didn't take it to that level, <laughs> but I mean, I wore the smaller jeans because doing 180s, I didn't always get wet the back onto my neck. Uh -huh. wearing the big jeans and yeah. I just like the stretching them and the way that they felt and um yeah so <laughs> do you ever have snag issues when people uh you know when there was some a lot of people wearing uh baggier stuff at one time yeah, do you ever get bars caught caught yeah, in that's, shorts that's or why whatever. I started yeah. to slim down my clothing is because mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got a wreck in turndowns. I smashed my face because of just wearing bigger stuff. Mm -hmm. In school, I had the big jeans and all that. I went through that whole craze, too, mm -hmm. you know? So. Right. Geez, you didn't go to school with Todd Lyons, did you? Ugh. Just kidding. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Vinny DeVera. Favorite, favorite video part we talked about. Uh, favorite trick. Let's go with favorite trick. It's a hard one. I I just keeping things simple and you know. Mm-hmm. Clicking them, but tables and turn downs and I mean, mm -hmm. three sixty can can. X ups feel really cool too, and even the last one of the last ones I learned was the one footed table to look back threes and the can can, tire grab threes and. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard because I never, I don't really have a favorite of anything. Mm -hmm. it's, I like it, I like stuff for different reasons, you know. Yeah. So it's hard when people want a favorite. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I like roasting and doing a big table or just just clicking any any trick to its utmost. That's what I like. And even just doing a big tuck over jumps good. It's just what you're feeling at, at, at any given moment. You know, I wrote mm -hmm. a lot of my writing also was expressing the way I felt. So I'd take it out on the trick or the bike or, you know, mm -hmm. so. Here's a good one. Uh, Crypt Keeper BMX, what was you, should be what were the two most stoked moments in your life? One in BMX, one outside, your, outside of BMX. Um, There's a lot in BMX time I got sponsored, like, first sponsor, first race winning, first, mm -hmm. you know, sure. all, all the firsts are always exciting and things like that, but life is marrying my wife and having my boy, you know, those mm -hmm. are the two biggest in, in my life, mm -hmm. so it's what I hold, hold closest, and it'll be there long after riding too, so, you know, right, but I like this one. What do you think of the younger kids growing up in the sport? What advice would you give them? I think they're doing well. I don't know. It's di it's definitely different now than it used to be, but mm -hmm. it's still got to be root from the same thing, and that's just about having fun, you know. And I would just tell them to keep it simple and, you know, don't go in it for the wrong reasons because you kind of get in what you put in. Mm -hmm. So... That makes, does that make sense? Get in what you put in. Oh. <laughs> Get out for what you put in. Something yeah. like that. Um, that was, by the way, that was from Normore82. Favorite set of trails that no longer exist? 
can't really think any, but I'd say because I wrote them so much and had uh, was is Box and Eerie. It was, a, it was fun. It's any yeah. trails that we rode out there. Oh, that would been. It's it's in Chris. it's in uh, Square okay. One videos and stuff. Ah, straight bugging. He wants to know uh, Slayer or Metallica. <laughs> I already know the answer, but why? Slayer, I think, is a little bit more. How it would help me explain myself a little bit more on my bike. I think at the time. I mean, mm. don't listen to much of much of it anymore. More right mellow type of folk type of Bob Dylan bluesy guy now. But mm -hmm. yeah, I like. I also I like Metallica certain songs, but you know Slayer yeah. was always yeah. would always get me my blood pumping and get me in the right mood to go go ride and stuff. Right. Oh, this guy uh, he he wants me to let you talk and uh, don't cut him off with my boring stories. <laughs> it's always good to know. Thank you for the advice, Seb Scott. Um, appreciate that. So uh, let's see. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> it's probably better it's close to midnight because I really don't care. <laughs> but uh, anyway, just just a quick one on this one. Uh, JT Coleman wants to know what's under the hood of the Trans Am. Anything done to it? Yeah, it has a 403 Oldsmobile engine, which was only 180 horsepower stock. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a lead sled and... You know, I'm not gonna say every detail, but we got her running about 550 horse because I did. I wanted it to just still be, st just be fun to rip around the streets with and put a uh, 700R4 tra transmission in it. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, she'll smoke the tires good enough to keep me broke. So that's <laughs> that's always a plus. <laughs> right. Definitely. Uh, let's see, yeah, I think this one's got to go back to the pant thing, so I have to ask you, uh, it's, uh, Zave Cohen, he wants to know if you're psyched on Dead Leisure gear. Oh, the, the Dead Leisure is a clothing company. Yeah, those, yeah. those guys were cool enough to send me some, yeah. some stuff, and yeah, I, I am psyched on it, thank you. Oh, I thought it was going to be a joke, I forget, that's, that's even better, um. I thought it was going to be related to uh, to the jeans, to the jean deal. Are there any trails you haven't gotten to? Maybe they do still exist, but are there trails that you haven't gotten to that you uh, that you would have liked to? Yeah, I was the next day after I crashed. We're well, we were supposed to go to Caddy. I mm -hmm. still never been. Yeah. And I always wanted to just go check it out, but mm -hmm. um, obviously now it'd be different. So I'm not crazy adamant about going to him, you know, sure. um, yeah, I was, that was always a spot that I was like, man, I want to go ride Caddy, because I always heard the hype and heard how good it was, and then the same time it's posh, mm -hmm. so, be wrapping up, the only thing I want to do is, uh, try to find Alan Foster's question, because he had a good one, um, and, but while I look for that, I'm going to ask a question, uh, uh, J. Uh, Anselmi, I think it's pronounced, um, he wants to know, do you think BMX is closer to art or sport? I see a lot of, a lot of 
for me, it's it's an easy one. It's art. Because um, it's just the way I, my mentality on the whole thing, you uh -huh. know. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure for a lot of kids, it's sport, you know. Because mm -hmm. of the training and the way they go after the tricks only and things like that. So I, I honestly couldn't tell you, but for me, it's definitely an art. And mm -hmm. I know it, it is for a lot of other people, too. Uh -huh. But there's definitely people that's the other way. So It's like they're closing the restaurant at my house here, <laughs> yep. blanking the lights. I, I believe we answered this is what I was saying uh, Justin Cummings from Pittsburgh he wanted to know how old you were when you took when you first road tripped out east and uh, I think we talked about that were you 15 maybe yeah yeah um, I think I was 16 yeah so when I first road tripped out on the snap snap trip oh okay with Mulligan and Robbo and I, um, I think Superfly came along for some mm -hmm. days uh, there's a Strelocky, a whole bunch of us. Yeah. Stricker was even there for a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who was he riding for at that time? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's, sorry. That's a bit to remember who was riding for who yeah. at that, you know, when you were 15. Yeah, especially 16. Now. Yeah, right, right. Hobra uh, 56. Uh, after you rode for... After after Mosh, if you wouldn't have ridden for Fit, um, who would you? What other companies would you consider riding for? Let's just say one. What company would you have considered riding for? Um, if you didn't get on Fit, I don't know. The, I wanted to help BMX grow, you know, in that way, and mm -hmm. I would have wanted to ride, and I'd ride for T One. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of the companies I would have wanted to ride for, but I don't know if they would have wanted me <laughs> back then. Right. I'm sorry, guys. There's a couple of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out your names, but just can't I uh, can't get through all these tonight. Just past midnight, so we gotta we gotta wrap this up. But Element Friend, thanks for the question, and uh, maybe you can just answer them at. at at some point, you could even reply under these on on the questions on mine. Yeah, and and just uh, just acknowledge to however you want to do it. Um, so, Element Friend and Brent forty one thirty all day. Thank you. And there's a whole bunch that are just not questions, just just telling you how much they respect you. That's awesome, thanks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Martin Kelly, four point five. He has a he has a Crandall question you can answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ron Nazar, he has a question in there. Thank you for sending it. I'll leave them uh, without liking the comment, and you'll know which ones I didn't, uh, or that you may want to take a look at. Um, and then I'm going to flip over to, uh, oh, here we go, Dave G103, Malarkey Sports 4130. And actually, while I'm trying to find Alan's question, you could you could answer this one quick if you want. It's uh, digging or shaping, what's your preference? Well, 
they both need to be done. So what's up? Whatever's got to be done. Mm -hmm. I don't really. I mean, shaping the shaping part's definitely more fun. It's more of an art. Yeah. You know, but stacking, you got to stack to shape. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, or Slam Manfield. He uh, he has a a. He's a really nice comment slash question in here. It's more of a more of a comment that maybe you can kind of validate when you have a chance. Oh, there it is. His, his first, the first part of his question was talking about the influence of BMX racing on your style. Um, I think we talked about that a little bit, but unless you, if you have something else to add, go for it. I think, I think the racing, kids learn fundamentals differently now, and it's, you can definitely tell if someone's raced or not, you know, like, I think Cody Walsh has raced, you can tell, it's mm -hmm. same with, I mean, Chris Fox, it, it's a lot mm -hmm. in your pump and the way you pedal and just the way you handle the bike. Mm -hmm. You can tell if a person is raced or not. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, even just how people hold the bars. It's different. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah. But I think it's definitely. A, I mean, I'm glad I raced because it taught me the mm -hmm. fundamentals. It's what I like to say is the the right way for me, anyways. You mm -hmm. know, right. So. Well, it's cool now because you actually see people doing it the other way. They're trying out racing for the first time. Like I could think of one off the top of my head is Michael Laren uh, started to race, and I, I, I'm 99% positive he did not race before. So he's trying yeah, it out. Yeah, kind of doing it different backwards. or I, mm -hmm. Not for them, but, you know. Sure. Just different. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think everyone should give all of it a try yeah you know and if there's a benefit like that like alan's talking about that's even even better when it goes that direction from racing to to riding trails or or park or whatever and the other part of this question was talk about uh your snap magazine trip through the northeast uh with mulligan strelecki biz jordan jerry bagley etc was that when you guys went to suffield yeah. Was that same yeah. trip? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that would have been riding with Yeagle there, right? Is it Yeagle on? I don't think mm. Yeagle was at his spot. At, like he was, wasn't was in town or something. Oh, it happened when he wasn't I around. Remember, like, dude, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But I remember the trip mm -hmm. being the time of my life. Cause I was going to the East Coast Trails, which I wanted to do as, right. you know, as a young kid. So. Right. And getting to meet and ride with a lot of the people that I did, even Alan Foster. I mean, yeah. I stood in line to get his and Brian Foster, his brother's autograph, when I was just 12 years old at, at a race, you know, at a national. So That's wild. Oh my gosh, that's wild. How old do you think it was at that time? Because I think you, I think he's got 10 years on you, just yeah. about. Well, if I was 12, he was 22 then, yeah. so... Oh, so he was full-on pro. Yeah, he was, he was a big deal. Yeah, um, yeah, I think... I remember standing in line with my plaque with the top 12 pros to get his autograph, so... Uh-huh. I think we can wrap it, buddy. I think you we sure? Wrap I don't want to yeah. cut it. I mean, I don't want to <sighs> cut people short. No, we're good. A lot of it is things we've, we've talked about. Uh, because obviously we cover a lot with with that many with that many questions, so um, we covered a lot of it, and uh, 
and some of them are are things like I said you may want to look at yourself yeah, and I'm, if you, I'm sure I will once I can get some like service and stuff sure yeah okay I think we're I think we're good so the rest is up to you I mean anyone you want to thank or any comments you want to make yeah, before I, we shut it down or? I would like to thank everyone who has supported me throughout my entire riding and all the sponsors I've had and in the past and present and people that keep on pushing the thing that is BMX, you know, because it's definitely a, a good, positive thing. And, right. Um, right. I'd like to thank my wife and son and family and for always being behind me and whatever I do and keep the dream alive, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. You, your wife, your son, it's been fun having you around uh, yesterday and today. And, and uh, thank, thanks for taking the trip out. Thanks for trusting me on the uh, on whether it would be worth the time and, and, you know, and all because it is a sacrifice, I understand. And, I'm glad you took a chance on it because it's been a good time and uh, you made a lot of people happy yesterday for sure. Well, thanks for having us. We're, it's been fun. Yeah, no problem. So uh, thank you. Thank you for doing it. Thanks for taking the time and, and like I said, yesterday was uh, was great and it certainly wouldn't have been as great without you. That's for sure. So I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. No worries. Yeah, no problem. And thank you, Garrett, for calling in. All right, that's it, buddy. We're done. You can go to sleep. You think it 